to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David. Hey, man, I'm, today I'm super blessed. I'm actually double blessed. I got a double portion today. Uh, I'm honored today with Pastor Stephen Berthelow again. How we doing, sir? Very good, very good. Hey, Amen. And I have Pastor Mike Jones in the house. What up? <laughs> amen, <laughs> amen. Uh, and if y'all been paying attention to the last couple of podcasts, I had them each individually on. So we pray that you had a chance to uh, take a take a listen to that and then and, and soak it in. And if you got any questions, uh, reach out to us. You know, don't hesitate. Uh, you can contact us at new org. I'm sorry, new P ministries dot org. Uh, send in your questions or whatever you may have and let us know what we can do uh, to either better or whatever uh, clarity that you need. But hopefully uh, everything was made clear for you. And uh, today I can tell you we definitely got an exciting word, an exciting topic. So uh, get your pens and papers uh, as we get ready to dive into this. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Jones if you don't mind opening us up in prayer today. Sure. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to seek your face, Lord, in your word. We thank you for these men who thought it not robbery to come out and fellowship amongst one another, Lord. Now by your spirit, Lord lead and guide and govern this conversation lord that that nothing is done that's not pleasing to you lord lord that's our main desire on this podcast is to do something that's pleasing to you be with us lord move lead and guide us in christ's authority i pray amen 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 so um today we 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 want to hit a kind of a strong subject matter, but it's a very critical one for our lives as we journey and, you know, things that we may not even be paying attention to, but ultimately affects us as uh, beings, human beings, uh, as Christians. Um, and, and that's dealing with culture uh, and the distractions of culture, especially as it affects the church today. Uh, so with that, uh, Pastor uh, Stephen, if you can go ahead and uh, like yeah. break that down for us a little bit. Yeah, the first. Let me say this first as we're getting started. I don't know about y'all, but when the music starts in the beginning, I really felt like we we're about to start telling love advice. <laughs> 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 I thought I was gonna be in like, hey, it's Pastor Bird with your love advice club. <laughs> Is your marriage failing? Let me help you. Let me help your marriage start sailing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry, but I thought I was the only one thinking that. But. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to say that. All right, no, nah, but seriously, though, um, yeah, uh, uh, there are some things in our culture um, that that definitely create danger, uh, not just create, but are dangerous for Christians, for believers. And so I think it's imperative, it's very important that we're able to, to have discussions, healthy discussions to just bring to bring light to those areas because a lot of times it just stays dark, you know, 
and, and it's untalked about and things like that. And then, you know, we start making up stuff, you know, or, because or, it's or not it's just one or two conversations behind the door. Behind the door. Exactly. Yeah. We, you know, Never got, really addressed publicly. Right. We got to expose the enemy. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at Genesis 19, Amen. Um, a, a, a portion of a story that we're all familiar with in regards to, to Lot and his wife, his family, as they were living uh, in, in, in that area of Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and we know the culture there was was not a godly one there was a lot of things happening that was going on that was not pleasing to god so much so that god you know he made that that executive decision is is going down you know i'm 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 gonna burn it down to the ground um but before he does so lot and his family have an opportunity uh, um to flee for for safety so that can, they're not consumed add, yeah i just want to add one thing to that and part of the reason why uh, Lot is able to be in the position that he's in is because somebody took the time to pray for him. Amen. Abraham prayed to stand him. in the gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want I want also that to be kept in mind because uh, we we need to understand the importance of prayer and the effectiveness of prayer. Very much so. Uh, because you never know there might be a lot in in your family mm-hmm. that you need to stand in the gap for. There, Amen is, to that. Many, there are many lots. <laughs> many. <laughs> Many, not just parking lots, but just mm-hmm. that's my dad joke for the day. <laughs> but just there's a lot of lots in our lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we want to make sure that we're constantly standing in the gap because somebody stood in the gap for us. Yes. Amen. Amen, Go ahead, sir. So as the as the morning approaches, right as the day approaches, where where this is going to happen, where the the cities are going to be destroyed, um, the scripture begins reading here in, in in verse 15 of chapter 19 in Genesis. It says, "As morning dawned, the angels urged Lot, saying, Up." Take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be swept away in the punishment of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're warned. They're warned, you know, uh, 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 directly. Listen, you don't want to be here when it goes down. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. Take, take your family. Get up out of here, right? Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, but he lingered. Hmm. After being warned, he lingered. So the men, the angels, they seized him and his wife and his two, and his two daughters by the hand. The Lord being merciful to him, mm-hmm. and they brought him out and set him outside the city. Okay, we're gonna skip down to to, to verse twenty six here, uh, just for time. We don't have time to read the whole thing. And verse twenty six says this: This is as they're fleeing now, after they've been you know taken out the city, they're fleeing. Verse twenty six says, "But Lot's wife behind him." That might be something to talk about, too. Why are you behind me? (laughs) That might be something to talk about, too. But Lot's wife behind him looked back and she became a pillar of salt. So there's a lot going on here. Right. And there's so Mm -hmm. many ways we we could take this. So I think let's try to start here. Let's first just talk culture in regards to Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. And let's try to build it, build a build a, a frame, so to speak, so we can we can kind of have. A good conversation. Go ahead, bro. Before you move, right? We all husbands here, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. And when you just read that, don't leave your wife behind, man. That jumped off the page. Uh-huh. That jumped off the page. Yeah. Amen. Seriously. Yeah. Amen. The yep. danger in leaving your wife behind. Amen. That I hit. That hit me hard. Amen. That hit me like a sludgehammer on, on the baby toe. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> 
As I read, that's why I paused on it. Like behind yeah. a while. Yeah. It was specific to put it in there. It, it didn't have to say that. It was. That's for us, though. That's, that, that's not for the the, the, the hearers. That's, Absolutely. That's for the podcast. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so the culture here, Sodom and Gomorrah. We already know. You know, it was a lot of wickedness going on. You had a lot of the homosexuality stuff going on. We saw that uh, in the. Uh, Every sexual perverse act, all of that going on, it's going on. Yeah, and also keep in mind, this is not just uh, this is a very wealthy city too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a lot of money, a lot of investment, affluent. Uh, uh, Trade goes on, everything goes on in this in these particular cities because they're they're twin cities right next to each other. Right, right, right. It's the Vegas of our day. Yeah. What goes? What happens in Vegas? Vegas stays. Stays in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and clearly, you know, some of them didn't want to leave. Uh, so you have you have all that wickedness going. On. Now, obviously, if we look at America, we look at American culture. We could we we could compete for with Sodom and Gomorrah at this point. I believe we could compete with them for who 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 does wickedness better, right? We a lot of the same stuff they had going on back there. We're doing it, and probably we're trying to take it to a whole new level. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, 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 the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. uh, um, we're worthy of that as well. No doubt. In in this country. Mm-hmm. If God decided tomorrow, hey, listen, it's about to go down tomorrow, we couldn't argue with God and say, but God, we, we're so much better. That, no, we can't do that. No. Uh-uh. So culturally. In fact, go ahead. Uh, scriptures talk about uh, that uh, Sodom and Gomorrah is going to judge mm. us. Mm-hmm. In this very thing, yes. In the book, uh, I think it's in the book of Matthews, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that lets you know how wicked we've become, right? Exactly. And it's not just in the world, but it's sad to say in the church. It's in the church. It's in the church. Mm-hmm. And so we gotta, hey, like the old saying says, we all know the saying: you gotta check yourself before you wreck. Before yourself. you wreck yourself. And unfortunately, a lot of churches are wrecking themselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. As like I, so, as as we're the church, right, and, and we're checking ourselves, we're looking at ourselves, saying, you know, is any of is any of that in me? One of the things, even at Christian Center, we've been talking about is just those elementary principles of the world, the ways of the world, the way the world operates, mm-hmm. and, and the devastation that it can cause. As a matter of fact, in Galatians, it actually talks about. Uh, uh, um, it gives the example. And I said this before. I'm gonna say it again. Why not? It, it gives that example of the child in the air. Well, before you're an heir, you're just a child. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, many Christians, stay, they, they stay, they're more comfortable being children. They because have. if you're an heir, you, there's, a, there's an expectation of you if you're an heir. Their responsibility. Right. Mm-hmm. I got, God has an expectation of you. Yeah. When, I, when I just worked for my dad in my dad's business, or even yet, I was just a benef- uh, I, I was a benefactor mm. yes. of the of the of all the fruit of his labor. Right. Mm-hmm. As a child, not really working out there. Right. Now that I've taken over his business, I feel so I don't know how I feel. I'm like, I don't know how he did this. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad that I didn't help him more mm-hmm. while he was alive. Yeah. He really needed my help. Yeah. So it's 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 responsibility, it's weight. Weight. You know what I'm saying? Amen. As an heir. Once Amen. you take on that responsibility. Amen. Yeah. The, but the beautiful thing with that is, is that no matter what the weight is, God is going to equip you Amen. and strengthen you to carry that weight. No doubt. So he doesn't Amen. put the weight on your back and say, good luck with that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how you come out with right, that. Right, right. But he, no. he he gives you the weight. He did. But, but then he gives you the power and the strength to carry the weight. Exactly. Amen. And that's the, and that's, that's the point. That. 
that's for us so that way we keep going back to him because Amen. I can't carry this on my own. That's yeah. the source of our strength. Amen. 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 Because the cross is heavy. It, it, oh, <laughs> is it now? Is it now? <laughs> but must Jesus bear the cross alone? Uh, no, all of no. us go free. Right. Absolutely not. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so so with that being said, we have to be able to see that living in the culture that we're living in, if we stay children, then the ways of this world, the ways of, let me forget the world for a second, just in where we live, mm-hmm. right here in this, let's make it as, as, as plain as possible, the way we live here, at least what we were accustomed to, because some of us was 30-something before we got saved. Mm-hmm. I would, thankfully, I was 19, so, you know, but I, I didn't live too many adult years not being saved, you know what I mean? Okay. But there's a lot of people who live there many adult years. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in the world, doing it the way the world uh, does it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, just like Sodom, with these people in Sodom and Gomorrah, here it is, these angels telling them, it's about to go, look, this is going to get destroyed, and you're going to be caught up in the same punishment they're getting if you don't leave right now. Yeah. But that's what they're accustomed to. That's all they that's know. All they know. Yeah. That's all they know. That's why they linger. It's like, are you serious? They gonna do what? Like, bro, I'm telling you, it's about to get destroyed. But but I, I love that one spot. Mm-hmm. Who sell those good chicken wings? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, where I'm gonna find where I'm gonna find that honey mix, that honey, uh, that honey barbecue. I ain't gonna find yes. it nowhere else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every, they, every every Friday night, you know, downtown, you know, it's got the little jazz thing. Yeah. I can just lay, relax. And it, yeah. it just it pleases my flesh so much. No how how is God? How is what does God have for me that will please me like that does? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. That's what caused you to linger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You thinking about all the stuff you're gonna miss, not realizing how much more you have to gain. gain exactly. Lord yes. have mercy. Yeah. So here it is. So so, so before before we even get to Lot's wife looking back, they linger. And a lot of us would say, Man, if an angel came to me, I would listen, do it exactly. No, you wouldn't. Uh-uh. No, you wouldn't. And, and some of us have entertained angels unawarely. Exactly. <laughs> and not even realize it. Yeah. And we, we probably either, either hopefully I pray, I want to assume positive intent, we did the right thing. But if if, if we know flesh, yeah. it, it, you probably got it mm-hmm. away. No mm-hmm. doubt. You know, several times, you know, because either we, we judge by the appearance or we by what busy. they say. We just too busy yeah. to give it any time. or any, You know what I'm saying? Mm. We just so focused in on our course in life that I don't have time for that right now, bro. Mm. No, you, go ahead. I'll, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, and then you you know, you know look back at that or God replay, replay the tape back for you mm. and see you, you let you know the cultural distraction because work and this pursuit of all the... The, entra- the entrapments or all of the, the good things that this world has to offer, this culture, because mm-hmm. the culture has some nice things. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, the the the, uh, the new Bentley uh, SUV. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just keeping it one hundred. Right, right, right. That's a nice vehicle, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but it's nice. So you want to experience some of those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But trying to keep that in balance, so you can uh, Matthew six twenty six thirty three. You see what I'm saying? Yep. By seeking ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and then letting that be added to you if it's God's will. Right. That's well, that's that's the part we don't like because it's always the caveat is if it's God's will. Yes. And we like, well, God, why can't that be my the, your will for me? Exactly. You that's know? my will. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why can't it be your will? So, you know, even as I'm listening to you guys talk right here, you know, I'm seeing and I'm hearing 
how culture is already influenced, influencing. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Because if you were to take exactly what you said, mm-hmm. go to Haiti and yeah. say that same thing. Oh man, yeah. they'll turn the radio off. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. What is this bitly SUV? He hey, hey up? look, they just looking at that goat. That's it. Over there, I'm saying. Yeah. So Not even the goat, just the milk, just the you know. So it is is culture plays a huge role, and we have to we have to accept that. Yeah. Um, and and we have to also understand that. Our man's culture isn't kingdom culture. No, amen. It's just not. It's count. Those two things are counter. They're counter. Exactly. Yeah. They're counter culture. Actually, yeah, two worlds colliding. It, exactly. Boom, and it's like an explosion. So, and I want to point this out because I just noticed this as I'm looking at this. We we do we we have one thing that Lot didn't have, mm. and that's the Holy Spirit. Yes. We we have an opportunity. If you look at the text in 16, it says, "But he lingered." Right. Mm-hmm. So it says the angels seized him. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get seized by angels yeah. because we have the Holy Spirit who is convicting our hearts Exactly. to turn. We have the Holy Spirit who's, who's literally telling us, mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah, and see, that's, I, you like, know? I like that because that's in the text, it's an extrinsic work. Mm. The angels are doing yes. the work from, on lot from the, the outside, outside in. Yes. But in, in, uh, in Christianity, in a new covenant relationship, it's an inside job. Amen. It's an intrinsic work. And that is so much more powerful because it speaks to your heart, your emotions, your heart. and everything like that. It was just uh, the, the, the angels were just trying to drag him along, right? You right. Know? And that, that's a blessing for us that we need to be that we need to be aware of, right? And, and looking at the text, as he sees, so in a sense, I'm trying to equate this for us. Mm-hmm. In a sense, God seizes us with His Spirit, mm-hmm. where He sees Him literally sees them to, to drag them out the city. God sees us or reveals to us his will, his mercy towards us. In the mm-hmm. scripture, it actually says he does this, the Lord being merciful to him by seizing him. Well, the Lord is being merciful to us by by illuminating us, by yes. like today's scripture, enlightening us, mm-hmm. showing us, listen, you have been in the dark about this, but you need to see and understand how wicked whatever this thing is that you are into, how wicked this thing is. Yes. Whatever you you know, this culture has your mind twisted thinking that this is good and this correct. No, it's not. You know, one one of the things uh, I had the privilege of teaching this morning in Sunday school, and one of the thoughts that uh, really stuck with me is the fact that with Joe, he didn't have the word, the Torah, the Bible. He didn't mm-hmm. have that with him. Uh, he just had the relationship piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for us today. It, there is no more excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says there was a time that God winked at ignorance, but he says, I command all men everywhere to repent. Mm-hmm. And we have to we have to be grateful and understand that uh, even though the culture may be doing certain things or introducing new things to cause division and stir up uh, strife amongst uh, Christianity, we have the word. Amen. And we you absolutely correct. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. And we, we need to always, whenever we have uh, a doubt or an unsurety about whatever, we have to lean on God's word. Yeah. And know that it's true. You know, it's not just about reading it, but believing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally and wholeheartedly so that when we when we see a situation, uh, a, 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 a doctrine being introduced to the church, does it line up with what the scriptures say? Mm. Exactly. 
Because you said a new thing, but the enemy hasn't really changed his tricks very much. Uh-uh. You don't need to. No. It he, works too good. He still he still wants to uh, distract you, mm-hmm. to deceive you, to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's still his goal. Amen. To distract you. If you go all the way back to the garden, he yep. distracted Eve, yep. deceived her, mm-hmm. ultimate, ultimately dislocated her and caused destruction. Amen. It, and, why, and to add to that is... How difficult is it to do all that to somebody whose heart is already deceitful and desperately wicked? Exactly. <laughs> the balance have finished. Is, is, yeah. So that then shows, it demonstrates the need mm-hmm. for the word of God yes. and for the Holy Spirit's work in our life. Yes. Because yes. without that, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're lost. Exactly. And, and most, most, you know, more specifically, the sanctification process. Amen. Right. You know, we really have to highlight that. That we have to partner in with God mm-hmm. and really take seriously the process in which we look nothing like God, mm-hmm. look nothing like Christ. And then that process do we look more and more like him. Amen. And that is a lifelong process. Lifelong. You yes. never graduate. Lifelong. Mm-hmm. We got to take that serious. I think I really do believe that as as the church, if we have a heart like that and a mindset like that to say, I, I want to, number one, I want to be a part of whatever God is doing. I want to look more like God each and every day. Uh, my mindset, as it tells us in Colossians, my mindset, my mind is set on things above, not just on things on this earth. But by, by having that type of uh, a mindset and, and focus on the Lord, that keeps us from getting caught up with, with, what, with the culture. Exactly. With, with all the cultural, uh, 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 because you know, you know, one of the scriptures going to Ephesians, it talks about, us not wrestling with flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but Prince against powers, principles. Powers, yeah. we, you know, our, our battle is a spiritual battle, Amen. right? So the only way I can fight that battle is spiritually. Amen. So I have to be equipped. The only way you can win that battle is spiritually. spiritually that's I, it. I can fight in the flesh, but I won't. Oh win. yeah, that's the good point. <laughs> it's like I can it, fight in the flesh all I want to. It's like on, can, <laughs> on who's the owner of Candyland on, on Django. Oh, and he, uh, had yeah, his, he had the slaves. He yeah. said, I can't fight no more, boss. I can't fight. No, you can't win no more. <laughs> you can still fight. <laughs> so in the flesh, we can't win. Yeah. We can fight. We always fight you in the flesh. Swinging at nothing. Uh, yep. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's so important that we, we really understand that. Lest we be like Lot's wife. Yeah. Uh, who, because... Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's a good example because of her heart. What made her look back? It was her heart. It was her heart. Yeah. That's what made her look back. She was she, longing to see, allowed, you know. Yeah, she allowed, I was going to say she allowed the culture around yeah. her to influence and penetrate her heart to the point that she embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was never, sad to see she it. She never go. challenged it. Never, you know, maybe in the beginning, possibly, we don't know that, mm-hmm. but we know she embraced it enough that she has so much desire for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they read the scripture today that wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Mm-hmm. And that was where her treasure was. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why yep. it's, it's you know, we got to be very careful because, um, and, and maybe, maybe this is the best way I could probably put it, is that, teachings and doctrines infiltrate us that way too mm-hmm. because we get caught up in a particular teaching and saying this is what it is we make that our treasure mm. and and when we make that our treasure uh, now it's difficult for us to let that go yeah and and that's how we've gotten a lot of the false religions a lot of the false teachings 
you know, the Bible lets us know, be careful for certain men crept in unaware, you know, bringing about certain teachings. Different and, di- different and distorted gospels. That's Galatians chapter one. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Different and distorted gospels. And that comes by way of one of the things we spoke about in Bible study on Friday last week was just in how uh, 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 I, I, asked, I asked to say, how is it that we come to an understanding of the Bible and of God? Well, there's three ways. It's from prior information, stuff I heard before, uh-huh. whatever I've heard from from yay high to, to being grown, a grown adult, uh-huh. all these different things that I've heard without any study, just hearing different things uh-huh. about God. Uh-huh. That's one way I come to an understanding. Uh-huh. The second one is it's only in two or more. It's either unbiblical or biblical teaching. Yes, that's it. Well, unbiblical teaching would fall in line with them people teaching distorted and different gospels who are not led by the Spirit of God. Uh-huh. Though they might have some knowledge, yes, because you can be knowledgeable. Oh yeah, you can be, be knowledgeable and be wrong and, and, and be absolutely <laughs> incorrect. The funny yeah. thing is, is I asked, I asked this to my, I said I was talking about this with my wife, and I asked her. I said, "Well, my wife's an esthetician." I said, "Well, how, what is it that makes you an esthetician? It's not. Is it your knowledge of skincare? Don't people know skin? Mm-hmm. But they're not estheticians, though they have the knowledge of it." Mm-hmm. You got to have the certification. Exactly. You got to be qualified. You got to have the licensing. Mm-hmm. Well, the qualification is the Holy Spirit of God. Yeah. That's the seal. Exactly. That's your qualification. Mm-hmm. So if you're out here teaching, but you ain't got no Holy Spirit, you're probably teaching something different. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you bootleg. <laughs> exactly. You bootleg. You know, exactly. You think about Apollos. When he first started uh, teaching and preaching, and he ran into uh, uh, Priscilla and Aquila. Mm-hmm. You know, he, the Bible says he was eloquent and full of knowledge. Yes. But he was just a little off mm-hmm. on a couple things. Yeah. So they expounded to him a more excellent way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that lets us know that, you know, we may not have it all together as we think we do. Mm-hmm. Even And also to be aware of people who are eloquent in speech. Because there's some people that are very gifted. Right. Mm-hmm. Very talented. They, they, they've mastered their craft, the art of speech, uh, being able to communicate effectively. And, and because of this, you know, they're very captivating mm-hmm. and they draw us in. And then the next thing we know, it's like, oh, man, man that, that joke done preached the word or, mm-hmm. or this, that and the other. But if you're not learned, right, yeah. you're easily you, you'll, you'll be easily tossed to and fro easily by every see. wind of doctrine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's why things um that is happening in the church and we have to be you know make sure uh and, and i'll bring it up uh I'll, I'll throw it in there that you know with crt you mentioned earlier critical race theory mm-hmm. uh black lives matter movements and stuff like that a lot of people have a lot of questions about these particular mm-hmm. subjects mm-hmm. and how to handle how does it how does the church view and then you have certain leaders that are saying certain things mm-hmm. because uh of their personal convictions and so forth and we all have personal convictions right right uh and and, and that's there's nothing wrong with that but does the personal conviction truly line up with what the word of God says? Right. No doubt. And, and, and this is where the fight comes. Right. Because oftentimes you can say, well, you know, as I study the word of God, this is how I see it. Mm-hmm. But then Mike says, no, no, no. Well, let me let me show you this. This is how I see it. Yeah. And then now, you know, we have two people colliding on different subject matters. And then, you know, the, the, the membership or, or, or the organiz- organism is looking at this whole thing and saying, all right, well, what's going on? Yeah, I got a, I got a good question. <laughs> we don't have time to answer this one, but I'm going to ask it. Rhetorical. Maybe this is for later on sometime. <laughs> okay. Should disputable matters within the, within the church, just mm-hmm. such as the CRT and mm-hmm. BLM and all that type of stuff like that, 
should disputable matters be preached on publicly? Mm. Or should those things be private conversations? Man. I, I don't have an answer. I'm not I'm yeah. not saying answer right now. I'm just yeah. saying that's a good question. Oh, I, got, <laughs> because I got an answer. There's ways I, I mean I can look at that you know, quick. But and the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm gonna give a perfect example. Perfect mm -hmm. Lord have mercy, I'm gonna give a perfect example. And it happened right here, all right? We used to have a, a young adult ministry. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was thriving. It was it was it was going very well. All right. I'm not gonna use nobody's name, nothing like that. But we had a young adult ministry, it was going very well. One night, and when I say very well, I mean we had probably different times, we had, you know, up to twenty to thirty young adults here. So it was it was going pretty good, mm -hmm. right? One night, what ends up happening is there's a dispute about a certain scripture, mm -hmm. right? And you had difference of opinion about that particular passage. Yeah, I ain't gonna go into the details of it, but just understand that's what happened. Sure, that's this particular night. After that dispute, the whole thing fell apart. Wow. So sadly, into this day, I think about that like, man, you know. So I share that to say this, not to be answering questions. I said not to answer just yet. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm giving. Now I'm giving my, my, my Now I'm giving my opinion. But I would just say it is something that has to be handled carefully. Those just disputable type of because you don't know who you're. You have to understand your audience. Yeah. You might even be ready for that conversation, yeah. And you and, and your faith will not be shaken because of that conversation. Uh, because of there that conversation, mm -hmm. but you have to understand your audience isn't just because you're ready for it. Yeah, don't mean your audience is ready for it. And so, it, for me, when I look at that type of stuff, I say we have to be very careful when we start wow. discussing these types of issues mm -hmm. in the public setting, uh, uh, or start casting our opinions about them publicly because. Everybody's not ready for that. Exactly. Yeah. I, I would say this, um, and both y'all, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you were wrong. You <laughs> <laughs> was wrong when you started talking, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, and I think you point out a, a, a great uh, issue here. When I look at certain things like that, um, there's certain things that have to be addressed immediately. Mm-hmm. Especially if it becomes to particularly to the gospel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, now, you know, I'll throw this out there. If it's somebody's debating because, you know, they don't understand the scriptures when it comes to, you know, how a woman should adorn herself and stuff like that. Well, maybe that's a different subject matter that could be handled at a later time, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, a, in a much better setting where um, a close cool, cooler heads can, yes. you know, prevail. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, you do have to understand your audience and so forth. Uh, but, but depending on the particular subject matter, because you never know who's listening to, mm -hmm. you might have to address that situation because if not, if left on an address, other people will think it's okay for the situation. Now, always understanding again, knowing this full situation, I don't know that situation personally, you know, cause the enemy always wants to come in and cause confusion. Right. So whenever there's confusion, automatically we should the enemy has arrived to mm -hmm. cause. So obviously you got to set the stage and you have to correct the enemy very quickly. Right. Because if not, it will go on. If if go on dealt with, it will continue to grow. And but, it, and, but I like the wisdom that the question is laced in wisdom, mm -hmm. and the wisdom to know what to do 
and when to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As a leadership. Amen. But we back to this. We back to this part of the Trinity that we we so often neglect or mm-hmm. kick to the curb. You know, it, at those times, you need to stop and be spirit led. Mm-hmm. And just say, okay, spirit, I'm going to, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, in all my ways acknowledge you. You see right. what I'm saying? And let you direct my path right here, right now for this thing. Yeah. And then whatever direction the spirit leads you in, if he says shut up about it, shut, shut up. up. Yeah. No, That's perfect. It. No, and, and you know what? Thank you, Jesus. You just brought back to my memory. Uh, a couple Sundays, maybe three Sundays ago in our church, we uh, at the worship center, um, you know, we had a little incident. Somebody thought they were a little bit more spiritual than what the pastor was trying to teach and preach. Uh, but the pastor had to address that mm-hmm. publicly in front of everybody, you know, because that what was needed at that particular right. time. That's a good example. That's a good yes. example. You know, so uh, because if left undressed, then that, a, that, that could be a problem. That was okay to do. Exactly. Right. And, and that's what we don't want happening because that's how stuff perpetuates Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to, the fight is even greater than what it what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't kill it at its root, then it's forget it. It's just going to grow like wildfire. Uh, but so, yeah, certain things have to be addressed immediately. Uh, and, you know, the first and foremost, I would say if anything in particular dealing with the gospel has to be addressed. Yeah, the essentials. If it's an essential, if yeah. it's an essential uh, tenet of the Christian faith, that you can't let that go. Somebody stands yeah. up. I don't think Jesus really died for our sins, but well, we got to get this in right now. Yeah, yeah we got to get this in. <laughs> we can't let that one slide. Yeah. Or the doctrine you know of uh, eternal security. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, you can lose your salvation. You know, those type of issues have yeah. to be dealt with. We got to address that quickly, mm-hmm. quickly. But if it's if it's if it's if it's any if it's anything that can be disputed. Yes. In other words, what I'm saying is is I can find a scripture that supports my view. Right. You can find a scripture that supports your view. Yes. Okay. Let's. We got to meet back up about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. After we get from in front of all these these young these younger believers, immature yes. believers, whatever, yeah. who just don't know, mm-hmm. right? Who are unsure, and so all they see is, man, they don't even know what they're talking about. And as a leader, <laughs> as a, as a leader too, uh, uh, Stephen, mm-hmm. that's the takeaway from that experience. The takeaway from that experience is, I got to be careful. I have to be ultra careful and ultra aware that something as minute as that can destroy the work of God. Yes. yes. Because you were, you know, striving, you know, but remember what we already said, the devil come to two, two three things, you know, kill, steal, yeah, and destroy, yeah, sure. yep. but he wants to deceive, distract, deceive, mm-hmm. and then destroy. Right. So that's what he did. He used that little, little exactly. meaningless distraction. Exactly. And then deception came in. Boom. And then before you know it, you you experiencing this destruction. Yeah. So as a leader, you have to be aware of that and be conscious of it. Amen. To really, really walk in the spirit. Yeah. But I think going uh, going back to originally what you had stated in the beginning, should churches address these particular issues? I, I do think so. Again. Not uh, all so, things. Not all things. Yeah, because de- yeah, depending on how it's affecting. I mean, as a pastor, I would say he knows his sheep. And, and if he knows how the flock mm-hmm. is and how the flocks, if the flocks mature enough to say, you know what, you know, they're not buying into some of the, you know, cultural aspect that's going on, Christian culture aspect mm-hmm. that's going on, then maybe he doesn't need to address that, mm-hmm. you know, at all. But if if he knows that his crowd is young or not as biblically literate, exactly. that's probably the better word, exactly. right? Uh, then they definitely need to address it. be more it. protective too. And, yes. And from that perspective, 
as a as a leader, then what you do is you say, okay, I see a conversation that needs to be had, but they're not even ready for this conversation. Mm-hmm. So. In order to get to this conversation, we got to have some other conversations exactly. over here, yeah, and help build and, 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 and build yeah. exactly, so mm-hmm. that way you can build to get over here. Get ready. Matter for of fact, that and watch this. Matter of fact, as you build there, they'll let you know when they're ready for that conversation because yes. they'll come up to you, hey, pastor, what you think about this? It's like, whoa, exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you was on that. Exactly. Praise God. But but now I see that you know you're 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 thinking differently. You're thinking deeper. About about the the condition of the culture, you're thinking deeper about you, the condition of your own uh, walk with the Lord. So, you know, you just, you just build to, to certain conversations because again, if they're not ready for it, all you're gonna do is cause confusion. Cause confusion. You causing confusion. You helping the enemy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like I say, uh, I don't know if I said it on air or not, but uh, uh, our hearts are just desperately wicked and deceitful already. Yes. You know it. So so. Is it difficult for Satan to confuse a person who's quite literally already confused? confused? No. <laughs> Not really. No, it's like taking literally taking candy from a baby. It is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we have to be very careful with that uh, in regards to how we deal with all the different things that are happening right now in the culture. Yeah. I think for the Christian, the Christian should, at the very least, uh, 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 depend on, like as you were saying, follow the Holy Spirit's leadership yeah. and guidance. Exactly. When the Holy Spirit is showing you, convicting you, Telling you, listen, this is not good for you. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Listen to what He's telling you. You don't need Pastor to come up behind you and tell you that. <laughs> no, you know, tap you on the shoulder. You shouldn't be shacking up with them. You know, you shouldn't be doing that because exactly. the Holy Spirit shows you that when when they said come move in. No doubt. You the know first what I mean? night after shacking. The first, yeah, well, first night. Well, not you even know? just when the when the presentation has been made and the thought enters your mind already. Right. The Holy Spirit is already convicting. Right. Already. Immediately. You know, and and this one scripture I love. And, and, and I, I try to embrace it as much as possible. It says to avoid youthful lust. Mm-hmm. In other words, while it's still in its infancy stage, yeah. because if you let that thought uh, permeate for a while and stew up, it's going to start smelling good. And then before you know hey, it, hey, I'm happy you said that because somebody <laughs> thought that meant the lust when you was 13, but when you're 30, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hold on, it's mature at 30. <laughs> it's mature lust. Now I'm good. Exactly. The Bible said you for no lust. Exactly, that's immature lust. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, Lord. woo! Pastor, forgive us. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, oh, but yeah, that, you know. So that's one of the things we we have to deal with it immediately. Immediate, you know, as as as, as soon as a thought enters in the mind, yes, we got to be like the scriptures. We got to be able to cast take down it, every captive. evil imagination yeah, right. and every high thought. That wants to exalt itself above the knowledge Amen. of Christ. Yeah, but uh, the, but the culture, because in in we're gonna try to mm-hmm. try to try to sum it up, because the culture is in, is inundating. I mean, it's bombarding. Yes, uh, the believer's mind and heart in this Western culture. Yes, I mean we're being bombarded in it by influence from all different directions, all mm-hmm. different ungodly directions. Oh yeah. So we have to uh, make a conscious decision that I will. Turn away from all of the cultural distractions. Yes. And turn to whatever God is calling us to do. And I, I'm really shocked. I'm going to keep myself on it. You know, they say, you know, if you want to use a good example, use yourself. I'm shocked by how easily I'm distracted mm. when I'm trying to study, yeah. prepare for something God wants me to do. And then all these different things come into my mind or, you know, it's just crazy. 
but it just really proves my lack of maturity. Hmm. How immature I still am. And I'm in leadership. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Because it's people under me yeah. who don't have as much, uh, haven't been entrusted with as much knowledge and understanding that I have. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's crazy. So we have to raise our bar. Yes. Yeah. Especially in this Western culture. Because this, like you said, the stuff that we struggle with over in Haiti, mm. they're like, what's that? Yeah. Won't even, they don't even struggle with maybe. They, okay. know, they know yes and no. They say, what's this maybe you talk about? Right. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Right. So we really, in this culture, we have to put on the, the, the full armor. Every have, day. Every day. We have to yeah. make sure that full armor is on so we can stand against the wiles. There's a lot of wiles of the enemy. There's a lot of wiles of the devil that we have to stand up against. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty too, bro, and your openness about that because I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's him it's him it's like, oh lord I'm standing in the need of prayer I'm just messing with you because that, that's so relatable mm-hmm. and it's good you say that because it's, it's I mean as soon as you sit down it's like oh wait a minute let me check this you too let me do it yeah you know all of a sudden just there's time for everything else so yeah. I appreciate you sharing that uh, um, um, you know our, we have to be cognizant of that and not the word even tells us not to think more highly of ourselves, of ourselves we than we ought to. Yes. You know, yes. as soon as I start thinking that like, I got it all together, that's when I really don't. No doubt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that and that's why discipline is so critical. Amen. Yes. Um, you know, uh the disciples were only able to do what they did because they spent time with Jesus. That's yes. it. Intimate time. Intimate time. Yes. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Three sixty five. They did life. Three with years. Him. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and not saying, you know, for us, obviously it's a little bit different, but, but we, we, we kind of the same because guess what? If you have the Holy ghost on the inside, you got Jesus. Amen. What he says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. In the midst. Amen. So so we can, we can always communicate 24 hours a day with Jesus. He's there. He's there waiting on us. Yeah. You know, he's got his ear inclined and it's like, all right, well, I'm ready for you to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Even, I, even with doing this podcast, I didn't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but even with doing this podcast today, do you know how many things came up that I could do? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Instead, and like yep. sleeping is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chilling, one of them. You know I what pray I'm for you, brother. I pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep. I literally had to fight. You know what I'm saying? Because I sensed that God really wanted me to come here and do this, mm-hmm. but I literally had to fight. But see, we talked. I think you talked about spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought up spiritual yeah, warfare. Yeah, yeah, earlier. Mm-hmm. But we we got to know that we in a spiritual warfare or in a spiritual war. But we got to know how to fight within that realm of the spirit. Yes. Well, watch this. You yeah. got to know that you're in a war. Yes. You got to know that you're in a fight to yes. fight. To fight, and then you got to learn how to fight that fight. You know fight. what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't live their life like that. Exactly. They, they don't, don't even know like they're in a the fight. They don't know they're in a fight. They're not yeah. fighting back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But so, we see, like we know we in a fight. Right. But now we have to learn how to do spiritual warfare. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that's yes, where we're missing it. We know that there's a spirit realm that we have to contend with, but we're not equipping ourselves or right. allowing the spirit to equip Allowing to, the spirit to equip us. Equip exactly. us so we can fight and, and have victory. You know, and not just momentary victory, hmm. Yeah. but uh, sustainable victory. You, you know, you look at 2 Corinthians 12, and it talks about how the spirit of God uh, uh, uh uh, gives us uh, manifestations of the spirit mm-hmm. according to his will, right? Yes. yes. That's for all Christians. That's Amen. for the, the So for me, you know, when you look at a scripture like that, and, he, and why does he do that? He get, he does that so we can fight. No doubt. He's equipping us to fight. And win. Exactly, and have victory. Mm-hmm. With that being said, though, it's crazy when you talk to 
Uh, and I'm not saying this to put anybody down. I'm not. I won't say that. I'm making nobody feel like, oh man, here you go, pals, and making me feel bad about myself. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's you, you don't know what your spiritual gift is. Yeah. Well, it's like that's like going to battle. That, okay, watch this. When I play football, that's like going to the football game mm-hmm. and go say go in the game and you, you run the field with no helmet. No helmet. No helmet. Oh, you don't know the plays. You don't, and go no. say, well, son, where's your helmet? <laughs> I don't know, coach. I, I, I was going to play without it, coach. It's going to do something a little different, coach. You know, you you can't do that. No. You'll get your bell rung. Exactly. So we here we are fighting a spiritual battle, of a spiritual war, mm-hmm. and, and we're not properly equipped. Yeah. And it's no failure of God. No. Mm-mm. It's no failure of God. It's not that God, you know, as he's distributing, he didn't mm-hmm. forget you. He distributed. Yeah. What 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 has our response been mm-hmm. to the cross of Christ? Amen. What has our response been to the work of the Holy Spirit in our life? Yeah, and that's the, what it boils and, down to. And the ones under you, Pastor, hmm. need to see you fight. They need to see you fight. They yeah. need to have that tangible example Amen. of how you fight. They need to go see you go through marital struggles. Mm-hmm. They need to see you go through financial struggles. Amen. And they need to see you go through just life struggles. Life. And they need to see you fight in the spirit. Yes. And win. Amen. Because that builds confidence. Amen. That's good. That builds confidence That's when good. I see somebody, you know, not just preach about it. But that's why live it out. That's what Christ came and spent 33 years with his disciples. So I can show you what living in Christ looked like. Amen. Because I'm going to do it for you. Amen. Amen. That's good. Amen. So with that being said, that one's for you, Bridget. She'll know what I mean. (laughs) That's pillow talk, man. That's pillow talk. Don't play play that. No, she she makes fun of me for saying that all the time. Uh, Final thoughts on, on Lot's wife. Little round table. Okay, final thoughts on Lost Wife. She shouldn't have looked back. <laughs> I think it's a song. I won't turn back. I won't turn back. I had decided yeah. to follow. No. Okay. Now, I mean, we we should take away so much because I mean that, and that's why it's in in the scripture for us. We have that example. We see the the whole process that the family uh, went through as far as the mercy of God mm-hmm. on their lives, seizing them, bringing them out the city to protect them. But we still see Lot's wife looking back in spite of all the warning because they already knew, don't be even in the valley. Yeah, They had all the warning. The angel seized them. All, God did everything he could do. And yes, Lot's wife still looked back. So for us personally, is if the Holy Spirit is convicting you, if God is speaking to you, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. Follow, trust in what he's saying, trust in what he's showing you, uh, in order that you don't not saying that you're going to turn to a pillar of salt, mm-hmm. but you're not reaping the consequences, a consequence, excuse me, of, of sowing in the flesh, so to speak, of of doing something against God's will that mm-hmm. He's revealed to you in, in whichever way that He chooses to do that. Amen. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say I was just I would tack on to that. Because of not, it's not just about you. It's the ripple effect that you ripple have. Effect. Yep. Uh, because she turned into a pillar of salt. Lot lost his wife, yep. and and their two Children. daughters didn't have a mother. Exactly. And we know what happened after that. Yeah. In the yes. cave. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. If you say it like that, that's yes. that's, that's wild. Uh, but yeah. you, you were right. On, you, you was right in it because in sixteen it was a uh, lot still hesitated. So then the angels seized him by the hands. Uh, and his wife and two daughters and rushed them to safety. See, see, the high priest of the home struggled with being convinced 
that God wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. Amen. Don't allow you as I'm talking to the men now. Amen. Don't allow your hesitation and your uncertainty mm-hmm. to cause calamity in your family. Oof. And that's for me. Amen. Amen. But but the most the, the most powerful takeaway is don't leave your wife behind. Preachers, uh, deacons, elders, anybody in leadership, uh, 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 ushers. Anybody who come to church on a regular, regular basis, don't leave your wife behind. Mm-hmm. You're leaving her exposed. You see what I'm saying? And be, and you said something this morning about uh about that's why uh, Lot's wife didn't not not wife but Lot's wife but um Job. Job's wife didn't die because they were one flesh. I like that. I meant to tell you that, but I, I guess I do don't have. But <laughs> <laughs> but because that one fleshness, you leaving a piece of you behind. Mm-hmm. You leaving your the military term, or you you're the military understand this term. You're leaving your rear guard behind. Mm-hmm. That's the person who got your back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you leaving them behind un, un, uncovered. Mm. Hey Amen. Yeah. That spoke to me, bro. Mm-hmm. So I got work to do. I got work to do, bro. You know, straight <laughs> up. Got work I to think do. we all do. So with um, so Pastor, <laughs> I wanted to say it, but. <laughs> Pastor Stephen, if you can go ahead and close us out. Now you, me, now you want me to know? I want to know what he's going to say. With that being said, <laughs> I said, Bridget. <laughs> Absolutely. Father God, thank you, Lord, just for another opportunity to be able to, you know, be able to sit at this mic and and, and, and speak to these wise brothers uh, about, about you, Lord. Help us all who, who've listened, who've heard the conversation today. Uh, just remember Lot's wife. Remember the warning. Remember the the mercy that was shown because that same mercy that was shown to them. God, you show us that mercy every single day. Let us pay attention to it. Let us hear you when you're speaking to us. Let us let us listen to when your spirit is is convicting our hearts to stop or to go or to speak or to shut up or to sit down or to stand up or whatever it might be. Let us learn to listen and trust in you, God, so we can get to where you want us to get you we, we can we can operate fully uh in the victory that you have for us we we've been taking too many l's that we don't need to take you know we're learning lessons amen hallelujah thank you lord for the for the for the experience but we don't need to take all the l's we take god let us let us be victorious in you let us be obedient uh, uh, uh people i thank you for that in jesus name last thing let us be let us do also uh, as we read, let's not leave our wives behind. That's for all the husbands. Let us not leave our wives behind. Let us do that work too. That's some. That's difficult work. That's hard work. That's going to take us to be humble, to admit some some tough truths about ourselves as men. But let us do that as well. Let us not leave our wives behind. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. 
And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.